things a, a little bit different just because I want to kind of create uh, a little bit of variety here. And then also uh, there was a comment by the Warren, uh, uh, Warren coach here uh, for that here who, you know, uh, Mario Garcia, who said, you know, he is the head coach for Warren girls soccer. Uh, they're on the brink of breaking a 17 year drought where no playoffs since 2016, which kind of surprises me. Um, and of course he mentioned that he's very proud of, of these girls, which he should be. So uh, starting out at 26, uh, District 29, uh, Taft, uh, your second-ranked team, O'Connor, Brennan, uh, Warren, 8-4-1, uh, uh, Sotomayor, uh, Wildcats, 7-4-1, so they got a half-game lead uh, on Sotomayor at this point here. But uh, your thoughts kind of on this district as we as we get closer to uh, the playoffs here? I'm trying to pull up to see – if there is a, you know, uh, pull up Warren schedule uh, to kind of go over that here. Uh, yeah, with, see here, so. With O'Connor and Brennan, like this, yeah, good. Yeah, so they got O'Connor, Warren this Friday, tomorrow. Uh, Warren against Stevens, and uh, even though my kids go to Stevens, uh, unfortunately for the, the Lady Falcons, it has not been a good year. So you figure they got to be uh, fairly set. And then March 14th, uh, I guess probably in, in the match that you would think uh, that would decide this would be uh, Sotomayor um, facing at Warren at Ferris, uh, you know, at 4 p.m. on the, four, on the uh, 4 p.m. kickoff, according to my essay uh, on here. So your thoughts with Warren gotten three matches left, but, you know, O'Connor and Sotomayor, you know, two direct, uh, two, two direct, uh, you know, uh, challenges uh, for you know for the playoffs yeah this is going to be a tough one for them you know they they're gonna have to you know at least uh, you know the tough challenge with like i said with o'connor if they can get a tie that'd be great because that'd be helping them out you know steal some points from the top one of the one of the top three teams and you know like what they did with it with it with taft so so they Sotomayor has to do the same thing too and and if they don't can't get any points from the top three here, here, I thought Warren's schedule was tough. Mm -hmm. uh, Saturday, uh, Taft at Ferris. Brennan on the seventh at Northside Field Two. O'Connor at Gustafson on next on March tenth, and then you know the the uh, the War, you know Warren match on the fourteenth. So uh, for Sotomayor. They got the they got they got the top four, so <laughs> <laughs> they got to get through the gauntlet. That is a rough last two weeks, <laughs> right there. So yeah, it's in in like I said here, especially where Taft. I think Taft dropped a game last week, right? With the with the draw. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know they're going to be focused. O'Connor and Brennan, you know, are are neck and neck. You know, especially as they're trying to get that second, you know, second. You know, you know and even Warren has the opportunity to get uh, only being, you know, what a game out, game and a half out, mm -hmm. if, if you want to kind of look at the draw. Holy cow! Uh, yeah, it's a lot to play for for Sotomayor, especially as a first year uh, first year organization. Uh, like I said here, you know, for District Twenty Nine, that top four, uh, you know, wide open right there. Yeah, I said, yeah, kudos to, I mean, for me, kudos to Seth you know, for being a free sure program that, that's challenging for, for a playoff spot. Uh, you know, if they can get some, I mean, some ties might make, you know, like I said, if they're not losses, if you can get some ties and 
you know, that last <laughs> get that win at the last game against Warren, you know, things stranger things can happen. And um, I know there's some games being played during spring break, so maybe some teams might be missing some players because they're out to <laughs> South Padre Island and so forth. <laughs> you know, who knows, you know, but it's going to, like I said, I knew it was going to come down to that last game is, but I think Warren did a favor getting that tie versus Taft really helped them because huge. they stole points, a huge, they stole points from, from the, you know, from one of the top three teams. So sometimes I was going to have to do the same thing, maybe get a couple ties and then we'll see what happens at the end. Yeah. It should, like I said, the district 29 and, and like I said, I know Stevens is down, um, but uh at least on the JV side, Steven and Warren's and, and just, you know, because a lot of the kids know each other, um, mm-hmm. just like with Stevens and Taft, uh, you know, there, there was just different class there, but I know Warren and Stevens, uh, uh, typically those matches, uh, you know, rivalry. So, you know, maybe Stevens, cause the thing that shocks me about Stevens, you know, is they are, they have quite a bit of, of seniors on their side. So, you know, despite the season that they have, you, you know, they would love to knock off Warren. Uh, for that here, since they're you know since they're the closest school, uh, mm-hmm. for that here, uh, moving to 28, uh, Reagan, uh, 13, four and one, uh, what got a half game lead over Johnson, and you mentioned that they're going to be playing Lee and Brandeis. Uh, you know Lee's kind of in a position where they got to maybe watch out for Brandeis passing them, um, although they got the angles by points, so I guess that's eight and eight. So yeah, they probably would have one game lead, I guess, by points. Mm-hmm. Um, because you got the three, which makes it makes it that an eight. So um, but you figure Lee's gonna probably turn it around soon. Uh, but uh, your thoughts on district twenty-eight in the top four. You think it's kind of sad, or you think Clark uh, can 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 make a run to try to get into that fourth slot, or you think the, the playoff seeds are set for, for twenty-eight? Yeah, Clark's going to need some help. I think they're going to have to knock off some of the teams above them and then have Brandeis kind of kind of falter towards the end, you know, in order to get that fourth slot. Uh, Lee, I think if they can get a couple more wins, I think they'll clinch their, their playoff spot. But you know, like I said, tomorrow night's all, it, it's all for, you know, it's it's you know, winner take all tomorrow between Reagan and Johnson. Whoever wins that game is more likely he's going to win the district title. That'll be in a good position, yeah. Uh, looking at 27, uh, New Braunfels, uh, I think they're 15th here. Actually didn't have it updated on there. Uh, six on one, uh, pretty good gap to San Marcos. Although San Marcos made a run up, uh, you know, the uh, run up the standings, uh, steel East central, uh, Clemens and Judson. So I think New Braunfels, you know, the lady unicorns pretty safe on probably winning the district here. Uh, I think San Marcos and Steele probably probably pretty comfortable in, in the playoffs uh, playoff spots. You know, depending on who wants who, who gets the home field. Uh, East Central or, or the Lady Lady Buffaloes, uh, you know, or even Jetson, I guess. Uh, who 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 do you see kind of sliding in for that fourth slot? You know, out of twenty seven. It may come come down to that game when that that rematch, and but then. You know, in the playoffs, uh, you may end up with Reagan or you may end up with Johnson. <laughs> uh, so it doesn't so, matter. <laughs> so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, but it's still be a competitive game. So, but yeah, making the playoffs, it's it's like I said, it's a good, it's a good honor. But you know, you know, I know this district's kind of struggle a little bit. Based maybe I know not not saying the Brawfels, like I said, the Brawfels has a good, has had a good season. You know, don't, don't take them. Favor them? 
Would you favor them against? I think, I, think that, I think they have a good match. That's a good matchup for them. I think them even lead to, I think that's a good matchup for them. Uh, Reagan and Johnson, that might be a little, you know, it's a little, might be a little tall task, but it's still be a competitive game. But I think Reagan and Johnson still have, just have a little, little more, a little more of that mojo than, than the Brothels has. Uh, moving to the 29 boys, Harlan, uh, ran away with it as we discussed earlier. Then it's kind of a mess. O'Connor, uh, Warren, John Jay, and Brennan, uh, all what, well, O'Connor's probably pretty comfortable in that, uh, comfortable in making the playoffs, but, uh, Warren, John Jay, and Brennan, um, still anybody's, you know, anybody's, uh, match and, and then it kind of drops from there but uh your thoughts on 29 out of the boys uh i think like i said jay warren still have a shot to get that second seed you know maybe even brennan too if they can get get you know start winning some you know games for all the way towards the end uh but like i said harlan like i said they, they're just a step ahead of everyone um it's it's gonna like I say it's gonna come down to the wire out of those four teams who gets you know goes into the playoffs like I said Brandon within striking distance they're gonna have need some wins and also maybe get some help to kind of start moving up a bit as well. Uh, Twenty eight uh, Lee Johnson Reagan Brandeis and then you know a gap. <laughs> Uh, so top four set, you know, and I don't think there's any confusion on there. It's just, uh, to me, yeah, really, I think it's just between who finishes second and third between Johnson and Reagan. That'll probably be settled this weekend. Right. Yeah. The, well, here's the thing. Mathematically, Johnson and Reagan are still within striking distance of, of, of Lee, getting right. of Lee. Um, like for, for say, like say Johnson knocks off, if they Johnson knocks off Reagan and Lee, they could literally take over that first spot. Uh, same thing with Reagan. Like Reagan needs to knock off Johnson and need help from Johnson to knock off Lee. Then they can probably sneak in and get to that top spot. So, like I said, things are not, like I said, it's not out of the, you know, things are not out of the woods yet. You know, I think a tie tomorrow would, you know, would really kind of hurt both teams because that, you know, the kind of distance, I believe, would be starting distance themselves already. Um, Brandeis, like I said, I think Brandeis should have no problem clinching, like to get in the playoff spot, and maybe some, you know, get some help, and maybe move up into into the second, the third, or maybe even the second spot. But Dude, I'm sure I get into the second. But yeah, I think realistically, I think one and four are probably set. I think just on how they're performing. And I think, you know, the, the winner between Johnson and Reagan, and, and I'm not sure how tiebreakers would go uh, on that here. Uh, and Coach Cano, uh, I know you're on your podcast. I, I saw that you're on your podcast. Uh, unfortunately, I had got here at 730 to start. Uh, got a text that, hey, practice was canceled. So I had to run and go pick up AJ. So we didn't actually get start until 45 minutes later because of uh, the thunderstorm. And I guess it's hailing in, in some parts of San Antonio and with the wind. So that is why we are still on. And that's why you already did a podcast, wrapped it up, technical difficulties and all um, for that here. It's because you're, you know, you're, you know, you're, you're awesome. Uh, and unfortunately, <laughs> <sighs> damn kids. 
uh, <laughs> and I was like, God, because I had just walked home, I was setting things up, and bam, I was like, uh, well, you start, like, the wind was awesome. about the weather, and I was all like, yeah. oh, well. But yeah, I thought it was gonna miss because I saw some radars early in the days. So I thought that was gonna miss it, but uh, then you, I saw some cloud in Hondo. Like, uh oh, <laughs> here, I think here, here it comes. <laughs> here it comes. And the wind. AJ made a comment that he kicked the ball, and usually AJ's got a pretty good leg on him. Um, oh, there's Coach. Uh, AJ has a, a pretty good leg on him, but I guess he kicked it into the wind and it went backwards. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I thought 20 mile hour winds wasn't that bad. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and that's what the, well, you guys talk about that when, when uh, the regionals are in uh, Corpus is the wind and how that, how that can play a part um, along those lines. So not necessarily a bad thing uh, here uh, for that here. Coach, welcome. So I'm glad we could do the, uh, the, the after hours uh, show for you. <laughs> I know. I know. I was like, I, I already wrapped up a podcast and had technical difficulties and everything. Had a great, had a great guest in coach uh, Tiffany Van Hoos from Aveline, by the way. But uh, man, I wrapped up and then I saw, I saw yours on, uh, I saw it on Twitter, but I thought it was the replay. I was like, man, these guys are still live. I was like, what are they doing? <laughs> We're not doing bracketology just yet. <laughs> I know, yeah. it's a well, we had a lot to get through the state, the, the TAPS playoffs. Yeah. Uh, then we did the Rafa 15, and then, you know, we're going over the, the schedule. And uh, the Warren women head coach uh, came on and, and, you know, sent us a few messages. So I wanted to start with them because uh, uh, he mentioned that Warren uh, is on the brink of breaking a 17-year drought for them not making the playoffs for the ladies. So nice. uh, that, that would be pretty cool. cool. And then we were kind of digesting uh, the schedules between them and Sotomayor. And now we're up to uh, District 27 on the boys. Uh, finally, some love for this district with the uh, Clemens, uh, 5-0-2. Uh, New Braunfels, just like with the ladies, uh, very competitive, 5-1-1. One and, one. and Steele and Judson, uh, probably your top four uh, with San Marcos, uh, uh, not not being as competitive, I think, as you thought, because I think you mentioned you thought San Marcos would make a run, but just haven't so far. Yeah, they they might be have some injuries or something. You know, maybe grades too. Who knows? Uh, I thought they would maybe be in contention, but you know, kudos for Johnson to kind of holding holding them off there. They're having a good season. Uh, the you know Clemens and Nebraska's those were the two favorites. You know, I had I had to get a slight edge for Nebraska for what they've done the last two years. But kudos to Clemens, you know, and I know the rematch is coming up soon, and you know that could determine who wins that district title. And like as a steal, I think they've bounced back. I think, I think they should have no problem getting that third slot for the playoffs. But like I said, all four of them are going to have a tall task with that district twenty-eight six A in the playoffs. Actually, tomorrow, uh, New Braunfels and Clemens at uh, Lindenoff Stadium. Uh, kickoff at seven fifteen, so that's when that rematch is, and then New Braunfels gets. Is that uh, tomorrow? I thought that was the tenth. Uh, according the, to my San Antonio three three New Braunfels. Uh, oh, New Braunfels, at, sorry, uh, sorry. I thought you said Steel. No, I thought you said Steel. Gotcha. Yeah, so, so that'll be that, for the district title, more likely. Yeah, if if Clement wins, they they pretty much lock up the number one seeds. If they lose, then it, it kind of brings the the top, you know, number one seed back into play, doesn't it? 
And then that'll be a great matchup between Clemens and Brandeis. And Brandeis is in that four slot. That's That'll be a heck of a game. Good stuff. Moving to 28-5A uh, on the boys. Uh, Southwest, the, the Southwest Invitational at this point here with Harlandale uh, <laughs> dropping a couple of games. Uh, Southwest Legacy made the move up. Uh, and then, you know, Eagle Pass win, 6-3-1. Uh, and one. Um, Medina Valley still in it, or you think, uh, you know, fell out of it at this point? I, I think they're going to need some help. Uh, I, know that, I know they had a bad loss this past week, and they, they need a – they need to get some good wins coming in, to, and then hopefully Eagle Pass CC win drops a couple of them. Yeah. Well, it looks like they have a game. In, looks like they have a game in hand though. Over there, mm-hmm. right? I wonder if it's against head to head. I wonder. Oh wow! Uh, Mario mentioned a fun fact: Robin were both goalkeepers at St. Mary's. Uh, graduated a year before him, and I believe he comes on your show often. Yeah, he's he's on the uh, San Antonio FC one here, so. Um, he brags about how well he was at St. Mary's, but uh, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> we we got to know who the better goalkeeper was. <laughs> Keeper wars. Keeper wars. <laughs> we went, we went uh, the last year that one. That, that. <laughs> he was okay. He was all right. <laughs> That's how he is today. <laughs> so he was all right. That's <laughs> uh, getting late. Uh, District 4, 27, Alamo Heights, uh, 17, 17 and 2, 12 and 1, Edson, Edison, pardon me, uh, 10 and 3, and then uh, really the race is for 3, 4, uh, spots 3, 4 with the Brackenridge, Jeff, and MacArthur. Yeah, Edison had that big one versus Alamo Heights, but then they lost. That could have caught, they probably cost them the, at least a share of the district title. But I think it's going to come down, like I said, Edison and Jeff still have to play at the at the end of the district se- at the end of the district uh, game uh, district season. So that could be determined if Jeff gets in the playoffs or or Breckenridge sneaks in and and steals it from them. Um, maybe even also for MacArthur too. Yeah. So well, Breckenridge and Jeff. Uh, well, according to here, my SA Breckenridge Jefferson on the third. That's the last of their scheduled games. And then what was the other one? And then, yeah, well, that's it right there, right? Tomorrow, Brackenridge yeah. and Jeff. Yeah. So if if Jeff can knock off Brack, they're pretty much eliminate Brack. And like I said, it's going to I think these games are now elimination games. Who gets that for those playoff spots? And Brackenridge, oh, 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 oh. Brackenridge plays Jefferson. And then March 13th plays Alamo Heights. So, um, yeah. You know, for Brack, they, they have for Brack, it's a must win tomorrow, then, right? Uh, yeah, for that here because the you know, not saying Alamo Heights won't lose, but um, you know, they've only got one loss, you know, 13 games in. So, so do you think MacArthur's kind of safe then? Let's see who they play. So, so it looks like Mac kind of recovered there, right? Rafa, after kind of a slow yeah. start, yeah. Yeah, they, because they had a tough loss against Brack and PKs. Right, that was one right. of the games I saw early in the season. But they've kind of pulled it together, and you know, we'll see how they do well, you know, moving forward into the, into the playoffs. Now I wonder if we got. I wonder if my essay has the full schedule because they still have MacArthur uh, having Lanier, Bur- uh, Burbank, Alamo Heights, 
and Highlands, which would throw the game, you know, which would throw the games completely out of out of hand. So um, might have to double check uh, the, their schedules on there here because, like I said here, for brackets saying only one game out, which would seem kind of odd ending the season a week early. But there is that, you know, it is an uneven district uh, for that here. But uh, so that might be something that we have to do a little bit more research on. But yeah, Jefferson Brack, huge match uh, for uh, 27 boys. Uh, 26, uh, one, one of the toughest uh, districts in 5A. Uh, Piper, 802. Smithson Valley, 82. Uh, eight, eight wins, two losses. Burning Champion, even though in third, 7 1 and 2. Um, kind of a little bit deceiving, but uh, based on how they had the rankings. And then Canyon, 6 3 and 1. And uh, Kerrville Tyvee, not out of it yet at 5 4 and 1. A game back out. So. You know, the, I think there's a battle for the top three and a battle for uh, that fourth slot. Yeah, I think Piper, can, if they can get, I think, win out, they'll, they'll, out, they'll win the district title. I, I think they're favored to do it. I think they'll have some tough matchups coming up. Um, Kerrville's going to need some help. They're going to have to beat some some teams above them and to steal that steal that last spot. But I yeah. think Comal Canyon, with, with Sellers at being there as their goalkeeper, I think he'll keep mm-hmm. them there. And he'll keep, he's been keeping them in game. So, and yeah. don't count out Can- Canyon from moving. They could move up. Like I said, they can surprise champion, maybe even Spencer Valley. Yeah. And maybe we rock it up to that second slot. Yeah. The only thing, the only thing that's keeping Canyon from being a bigger story in this district is, is been Bernie champions uh, season so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've had a great, you know, great solid season in this district, right? Highly competitive district. And yeah, I mean, Rafa's right. Uh, Nico Sellers for you know for New Braunfels Canyon. I think you know if they lock in, obviously Tyvee's they're still in it, but they lock in that four seed, that twenty whoever that is coming out of twenty five five A, which could be what I think Leander Rouse. Uh, Rose, yeah. yeah, Cedar I, Park. I would not. Yeah, I would. That's going to be a tough out in <laughs> in New Braunfels Canyon, particularly because of Nico Sellers in in goal, solid defense. Solid defense, and uh, yeah, he's definitely he's going to keep them in games. Yeah, he'll be the X factor if they go to PKs in the playoffs. Uh, mm-hmm. That's that's the thing, and that's one probably one team you don't want to go to a PK shootout, especially in the playoffs. Yeah, these those are going to make some. If you go back to that one real quick, Harry, this these four, and you start to look at them closer as the uh, as the district races kind of start to take shape. Um, how this one matches up with 25-5A is going to be very interesting. So I might have to do some research on 25-5A is what you're telling me uh, for these last couple of weeks, uh, yeah, just to some, kind of have that have that up there. All right, I got you. Little, give, me little, some, give me some little, homework here. Little production note. Little production note. I got there. you. So. <laughs> See, we're trying to be like the 50-50 podcast. Little, little tips like that help. <laughs> we're a little, hey, we got uh, we got six hours to fill, man. We're good. <laughs> or now according to Rafa, he Speaking said it's one right. hours, nine hours. Well, <laughs> yeah. so I do. I, I do got some. Uh, in in, in but, but, one central location where I think we're all going to be there. Is, is, uh, so I don't. I, still, I know that I know you got to cross Texas to get there. Um, <laughs> you know, for, you know from where, where Coach Connell lives, but you know, yeah. with, you know with, uh, Rafa oh, and no. I, we are on that side of the state. For me, I'm good, but I think I don't know. We're still the teaser has has been put on hold because I don't know, Rafa. I think Rafa might have to have some offline uh, production uh, discussions with you. 
So I, so I don't know yet, but the key, yes. So we know the date for bracketology. We just don't know where yet. So the right, time or where, or how right, Rafa? Yeah, but I have some good news on that. I, I was able to kind of get out of that. Oh, that. okay. Because I did, I did find out. Actually, they had moved the time. Uh-huh. It was going to be till six o'clock. So I, I told him, oh no, I can't go. So, <laughs> so well, you tell him I can't. Off record, we we had talked about you know uh, possible your schedule here, but uh, moving on to twenty eight uh, girls Southwest uh, nine zero and one Medina Valley eight and two uh, Southwest Legacy three two and five uh, McCollum four four two um, and Harlandale three four and one uh, you know still still in it, and I guess even South Sam or uh, South Side pardon me I didn't make that ad- adjustment here with South Side uh, they should have been moved up. Uh, further, uh, probably to uh, fifth here uh, with the three ties uh, for that here. So, your thoughts? Yeah, Southwest has this on the bag already. Uh, they already beat Medina Valley twice. Uh, Medina Valley just needs to make sure they don't slip up. Just keep that second seed because it's going to be important for them. Oh, they'll keep the second then, seed. They've got a two-game two, two game lead on, on yeah. the rest of them at least. Yeah, then legacy, like I said, legacy and, and McCollum are not out of the woods yet because you still have Southside and Harlandale still <laughs> chomping at the bit for those two spots. Twenty-seven, Alamo Heights, uh, sixteen zero and three, Jefferson eleven and two, MacArthur nine and three, uh, Edison eight and five, and then you know they kind of opened up a two-game lead over Highlands uh, for that here. So this one's kind of set, right? Uh, even probably order of finish, right? Uh, you know, I guess you, MacArthur Jefferson, uh, where they're playing, uh, I think they, what they're, they're playing on the boys, right? So I'm assuming they're playing on the girls, uh, for that here. So outside of that, really, really, it's kind of set, right? Yeah. Well, MacArthur, like I said, they can get a win. They can leapfrog and get that second spot. And, and like I said, Jeff's has got them and Edison. And Edison, like I said, they're still trying to kind of kind of sail, uh, keep keep pace. Because like I said, they're not that far to getting stinking up into that third spot as well. So, but Jeff could, you know, if they lose two games, they just drop down, and might, might get that second spot. And I think that'll be a benefit for Mac for them to get a better, you know, seating where it gets uh, it gets twenty twenty eight uh, five eight. Sounds like it's either hailing or raining outside here. Uh, Smithson Valley uh, in 26, uh, 18 and 0, 10 and 0, number one team, and in, in the Papa or in the Rafa Power 15. Uh, Piper nine and one, uh, Canyon eight and two, uh, and then Bernie Champion and, and Kerrville Tyvee kind of battling for that four slot. Harry, Harry, do you say you're getting hail there right now? It sounds like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hey, if it makes you feel any better, it's hailing inside the uh, Alamo Dome right now for the uh, the uh, women's basketball final final four. <clears throat> oh, is it? Yeah, I saw I saw a clip of that. So anyway, just yeah, a side Harry, note, but... Harry, yeah, yeah. Royce had mentioned that. I think he said that on a text. <laughs> on the... Yeah, it's like hailing so hard outside. It's hailing in the Alamo Dome. So just well, a side I'm note. Well, unlike you guys, you know, I'm trying to you know. <laughs> Keep track of the screens here, let alone pulling up on the phone. <laughs> now, this was before. This was right before I stumbled across the fact that you guys were still. Oh, on. Yeah, Royce, thirty-eight minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. 
yeah so anyway not to throw it off but yeah back to 26.5a here so Rafa thoughts I, I think it's, it's the race is not over yet I think Piper I know that loss I know there were, uh, the Sensor Valley was down a player you know so we're able to pull it off that 2-0 win but who's to say that you know on that second go around because they have to go to the Coliseum at Piper High School and maybe they have a different game plan and maybe they pull it off and they end up having to split the district title. Uh, but also don't kind of come out can't, the, can't, the Cougarettes because mm-hmm. they can still pull up a couple upsets. You know, like I said, only a couple of games behind. Um, the surprise is Bernie Champion, you know, tough year. But, you know, even I, I still think they're going to make the playoffs. But what they did last year, especially off what they did to Dripping Springs, if they can kind of get it, get healthy or get it together, that's one, you know, whoever's the number one seed in 25, 5A, probably don't want to play them because they can probably put, you know, that's going to be a real tough matchup going in. And I, I could see a, uh, an upset there. Yeah. Um, I, I think I agree. I think, you know, we talked about it on, uh, what was it? I, I think it was on Inside Monday. High School Soccer. Yeah. We talked about it where, you know, if you're Bernie, if you're <laughs> – if you're if you're a number one seed right out of the other district out of what 25 5a just like mm-hmm. i would not want to see even if they're a four seed i would not want to be having to play bernie champion as a four seed i was like great we got a number one seed great what, what's our prize we get to play the <laughs> bernie champion um so yeah because they're like i said they're still getting healthy i know that for a fact they're still getting healthy slow start and uh but yeah but and then you have <clears throat> they got a great coach and coach Carol Walters who's so experienced in terms of being there and understanding how to how to manage and get through the the state playoffs right the state tournament one game at a time so i wouldn't i wouldn't go against them but yeah i think in this district all roads point to march 14th right which will be smithson valley at piper um that's uh, that's going to be a heck of a game so tuesday march 14th and then Piper and Comel here, or Comel Canyon, New Braunfels Canyon, I should say. Piper and New Braunfels Canyon play tomorrow, seven fifteen. That could be, could be small teaser here, possibly a match that uh, the fifty fifty podcast might be at tomorrow night. So we'll see. So if I was a gambling man, I, I, that's where I could probably find you. Is basically what you're telling me. No, absolutely not. Absolutely. <laughs> You're like, I'm just, I don't want Harry around me. <sighs> 4A, uh, Pleasanton, uh, 7-0-1, Uvalde, 6-1, and uh, rebounded after a real slow start for the Lady Lobos. Uh, Floresville, 6-2, and uh, Somerset, 3-3-1, uh, three, three and one. Hondo Poteet and the Mavericks, uh, Pierre saw the, the Lady Mavericks, uh, you know, first-year program. Uh, Hondo and Poteet, two, two second year programs, right? Or has Poteet been mm-hmm. around a little bit longer? Both second uh, second year, both over second year. Both second year programs. So um, <laughs> obviously taking some lumps in, in this division, but uh, you know, like I said here, uh, Pleasanton and Uvalde uh, and, and uh, Floresville uh, both uh, making statements. Yeah, Pleasanton, like I said, that is like I said, kind of pushed forward, taking control of the district. They still yeah. got a matchup. Coming up with Uvalde, Uvalde, like I said, they had a great year last year. I'm sure they're probably they lost deep, a couple. Yeah. Of, yeah, they went deep. They lost a couple of graduation. Uh, Floresville, as expected, you know, moving down from 5A to 4A, I knew they were going to be a challenger. And they still, like I said, they're still within that stri- striking distance for the district title. Um, and then it was going to kind of be like a dogfight for the last spot. And 
it turns out the Bulldogs are winning the fight, and I think the more likely they're gonna, mm-hmm. those are going to be your four teams for 28-4-8. Yeah. Pleasanton yeah, is, uh, travel, oh, travels to Pleasanton tomorrow at 7 o'clock, so uh, we'll we'll have a clear indication if, uh, you know, who, Uvalde, who, who's, who's Uvalde winning at Pleasanton? Uvalde yeah. at Pleasanton? Yeah, okay. Yeah, Pleasanton is, I can tell you, they're uh, – I've seen them up close and personal in the Wimberley, uh, the Wimberley showcase, and they're they're a tough. They're just they're a tough team. They're a physical team, very physical team, and they are they are going to be a tough out in the playoffs. So, and then Uvalde, the their next four at home. So, uh, which I have a feeling traveling to Uvalde is probably not the easiest uh, for San Antonio area schools. Yeah, uh, for that here, although. Interesting topic, uh, you know, on that here. My son asked me, uh, what was your longest road trip? And that, you know, it was like six hours. So, uh, you know, in, I lived in rural Colorado yeah. and we went across state and he's like, wow. It's <laughs> like, yeah, that's how it happens when you live in the country. <laughs> yeah. uh, six hours. Not wrong way. And for a uh, district four twenty seven Kennedy, six and one, uh, six, one and one. Lavernia five zero and two, uh, Gonzalez four one and two, kind of the, the sneaky surprise uh, popping up here, and then good luck picking the fourth one uh, as we've said all season here uh, for that here. But the uh, Kennedy at Lavernia, and I know Rafi mentioned that you you know a couple of times you've thought Lavernia should, you know would have controlled this, uh, but Gonzalez uh, kind of yeah. that sneaky you know, sneaky one coming up. They got off to a slow start, but uh, have started putting some yeah. some wins on on the uh, you know on the in the district. Yeah, Gonzalez is one that another one that I got to see. Not a, we didn't go head to head with them directly, but uh, got to see them play a good bit. They can play, they can play, and you just the more you watch them, the more you start to appreciate them. Well coached, well coached, well disciplined team. So I, I think on it, this is kind of one of those one, two, three, where on any given day, one can beat the other. So between Kennedy, Lavernia, and Gonzalez. So, so yeah, don't count them out. Yeah, yes, they have two draws, but um, so does Lavernia. But uh, it looks like they have one. Well, no, they don't have a game in hand there. But, uh, but yeah, I think I think it's just going to be a matter of who still has to play who, I guess, in this one. Uh, let's see here, Kennedy, San Antonio, Kennedy. So girls, make sure here. So Kennedy has, uh, well, Kennedy just lost to Gonzalez on the 27th. Uh, they play Yoakum, Fox Tech, uh, Lavernia Kennedy on the 13th, and then Young Women's uh, for that here. So for K- Kennedy, you figure the tough match would be Lavernia. <clears throat> and for Lavernia. Yeah, Lavernia still has Gonzalez and Kennedy. And then they finish with Yoakum on the fifteenth. So it looks like they still have. What, but they get Gonzalez at home, though, if that matters. Yeah. Yeah, and then that Monday, the thirteenth of uh, of March, they play Kennedy at at ten a.m. So <laughs> that's a little early game. So that that could be a difference too, playing those early games. You know, who's who's looking up, who's at their coffee and ready to go. Yeah, it's those are always interesting because one team sometimes one team shows up and the other team is still kind of wishing they uh, sleepwalking. Get the snooze alarm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So moving on to uh, twenty six girls four uh, A uh, Bernie nine 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 and zero perfect so far. Wimbler six two and one, 
Davenport six two and one, and then you got to figure Canyon Lake or Fredericksburg is the favorite over Northern Oaks. Although Northern Oaks technically s still in it, but you know they play a very limited schedule uh, for that here. But uh, you know, you know, Wimberley and, and Davenport for that second slot, and then <coughs> Fredericksburg and, and Canyon Lake for you know for the fourth slot. Yeah, I guess I think I think this is all. Like I said, Bernie's pretty much wrapped this up. You know, it's just making sure see if they can finish undefeated in district play. And then I think that game between Wimberley and, and Davenport is going to determine who gets that, that second seed. Yeah. And, and that's going to be important, they too. They already played you know, it. They played it this week. Played it. The 28th, the Davenport beat them 3-2. to two. Yeah, that was just uh, so they'll have the tiebreaker. Yeah, because they drew uh, earlier 2-2 two, two through there. So, yeah, Davenport's got Canyon Lake, Fredericksburg, and then uh, Great Hearts. Uh, for that here, so so who does Wimberley got then? Wimberley, Wimberley. I think so Wimberley's got Bernie. Bandera, Bernie, and then yeah. uh, um, uh, Great Hearts, Northern Oaks uh, through yeah, there. So say, I was going to say Wimberley still has to play Bernie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's probably the stickler for them um, on trying to get that second slot. Yeah, that's a must win for them there. Wimberley wants to stay and try to contend that second seed. And then Canyon Lake. Coach, do you think it, you see any anybody beating Bernie in the playoffs? Maybe you know, in the playoffs? Uh, yeah, I mean, girls here, obviously, you still have to. I think it's all all roads lead to them, probably them and them and Salina, you know. Um, and then, but as far as for re for Region Four, oh, in Region Four, um, no. it's going to be tough. In in Region Four, I don't know. I think it's what if they come across maybe a maybe a Wimberley for a third time, maybe someone like that, some mm -hmm. someone who's very familiar with them, you know, kind of. I.e., the example we saw last year with. Uh, Dripping Springs and uh, and Bernie Champion. Bernie right? Champion. Yeah, I don't know. It's not Im not impossible, but yeah, I think right now as you look across Region Four, that's that's going to be a it's it's Bernie versus uh, you know versus the field. I think. And for that four slot, uh, the matchup tomorrow between Fredericksburg at Canyon Lake Oof, really probably is the one that's going to decide it because. Uh, Canyon Lake's got Davenport, Bandera, and Bernie yeah. compared to uh, Fredericksburg's got Northern Oaks, or pardon me, Great Hearts, no uh, Northern Oaks, Davenport, and Bandera. So to me, Bandera and Bernie, <laughs> I'd rather be playing Bandera. So. <laughs> who played, who won the first one, Harry? Can you see that between Fredericksburg and Canyon yeah. Lake? Was it Canyon Lake? Uh, yeah, six to two. February seventh. Okay. Yeah. So that, and that, Canyon that, Lake is the host uh, is the host of the rematch here. For, if Fredericksburg wins that one, that that could get messy between the remaining games they have. How that could play out, that could get messy. Moving to twenty eight boys, Floresville, uh, Uvalde, um, Hondo, and then Pleasanton, um, Hondo, Pleasanton, Somerset. Like I said here, we, you know, we've talked about this as Floresville's district uh, since early on, and Uvalde's kind of stepped up for the second. 
slot in Hondo Pleasanton and Somerset to flip a coin, in my opinion. Yeah, I think that benefit from that 5A, 4A drop for Florizel, because they were in that brutal district with Southwest, so I think that's helped them pretty much take control of this district. We'll see how far they go as far as the playoffs, where they match up. Uh, Valde, like I said, rough start, but they've bounced back. Uh, Hondo, second year. We thought they were close last year to almost making the playoffs. Mm-hmm. It looks like looks like this year they're finally gonna. I think they're gonna pull through, and I think I think I think Pleasanton should, should fend off Somerset and get that last playoff spot. You've been a little disappointed in Pleasanton because I think you, earlier in the year you thought that they were you know maybe not up there with with Floresville, but I think you thought they would be more up there with Uvalde than than the battling Hondo and Somerset. Uh, you know Did- on here. Yeah, they've had some good teams in the past, and not that maybe because they've been in this district for a while that they would, you know, be I guess I'm probably one of the runner-ups, you know, and, and also challenge Uvalde. But I don't know, Mesir maybe could have injuries could be a key. That's sometimes usually the case. Or just maybe inexperience, inexperience, you know, maybe they had some turnover from last year. But like I said, they're still, like I said, in the playoff hunt. I think, like I said, they're all going to fend off, I think, Somerset. And go in, but it's going to be a tough matchup for them when they go up against 29-6A. I mean, 29 or 4A. Yeah. Uh, 27 on the boys. Uh, Memorial, 6-1. and Lavernia, 5-1. and one. Kennedy, uh, and then it's, it's a mess. Uh, Gonzalez, I guess, uh, through their hair. Um, Fox Tech, Yoakum, but uh, yeah, I think the slight advantage would be going to Gonzalez just because they play a lot, you know, uh, looking at their scores a little bit tougher defense, and you know, especially in Gonzalez, they tend to do a little bit better. But three horse race on this one here as well. Yeah, I think this one's going to come down yeah. to the, the winner of the Lavernia Memorial game. Whoever wins that game, I know they're meeting up, I think uh, they're playing, uh, I think, on Tuesday at five. If Memorial wins that game, they're going to win the district title. Uh, but I expected more from Laverne, especially from the team from last year. You know, they had, they had a lot of players coming back. Um, I didn't think they would struggle, you know, with, with Kennedy or, or Memorial. But, you know, this is their opportunity here to kind of step up, steal one back and and, and get that number one seed. I think Kennedy's probably going to end up being number three, you know, in this case. Uh, I, I think it's going to be because of the tiebreaker, I think because of goal differential. Um but Gonzalez could be the key. It could be that monkey wrench for some of these, the top three teams. You know, they, they always, they've, you know, in four, since they've been in soccer, they've been, they've had some good teams and you can't count them out. you know, they may throw, like I said, they could throw a curveball a couple of these teams. And, you know, unless, like I said, Fox Tech, I don't know if they'll be have enough to get in, but I think they're more likely this is going to be your set four teams for the playoffs. I will say Lavernia, since they lost to Memorial, uh, scored 24 goals and hasn't allowed a single one. So, um, you know, that may have been that wake-up call that that, that you're looking for that we've talked right. about here. Um, now they get the rematch, uh, you know, against Memorial. But, uh, you know, just kind of looking at their performance, they have rebounded very well uh, and piled on, you know, some pretty big scores uh, since that loss on, on the 10th. And 26, uh, Bernie, uh, Davenport, Fredericksburg, Wimberley, and then the gap here, uh, you know, for there. So playoff, I, I think, are, are set outside of the seeds. Um, 
before they hear um, Bernie Clerk, you know, I think you already mentioned this. You don't really see anybody contending them until what the finals of the regional, or if, if that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just don't think anybody in Region Four that can, you know, match up with them. You know, I don't think Hidalgo, I don't think Corpus Christi, London, or Progreso has enough. I think I think Coach Strong has them dead set for that three peat, and I think I think they can beat. I think they can beat Palestine in the final. I think they have a tougher. They're in a tougher district. They play tougher quality opponents in non-district play. Um, even though you saw Palestine win 24-0, that doesn't really help them, especially against a team, you know, a playing against a first-year team like that. So, like I said, plus, you know, like I said, Coach Strong has an experience for getting this team prepared. And they're like a coach mentioned, like they're they're like, hey, you, you need to beat us. They have that kind of the you know, kind of the laissez-faire type of attitude. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. we've been here, we've done that. We're gonna go out there and take mm-hmm. care of what we need to do. Yeah. And the word word on the street is is that he has them all attempting to grow the same mustache just like him in time for the playoffs. So they'll be they're gonna be soon. I would not want to play against a team full of mustaches like that. I'll tell you that. So. Are they gonna match up with Diamond Hill? <laughs> for the Diamond oh, yeah. Hill drivers team. There you go. We, we joke about that, but Tulsa just signed a 14 year old uh, to to an academy contract. Uh, he he's got the you know Marbach you know what I call the Marbach special mustache as well. So Marbach. I'm sure he was for Diamond Hill Jarvis. <laughs> he may be, but <laughs> if you look at the picture, and like I said, kudos to Tulsa for signing a 14-year-old. Don't get me wrong, and especially for the you know for the kid, but yeah. Yeah, I was looking. I was like, "Dang, he's already got facial hair." And <laughs> like, this is their senior team. This is their senior team. Their actual yeah, not their, yeah. They signed it to, to their to their academy. Well, to basically, it's a USL academy contract, kind of like okay. Tim Holt, you know, kind of like Holtson. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, on so where he could he could actually play, but he does he, he doesn't give up his uh, right. his uh, eligibility for college. Yeah, 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 yeah. So which is which is awesome. Uh, the youngest player uh, for that because what. I think Leo was the youngest before, right? 15 and change mm-hmm. uh, for that here. So kudos yeah. to Tulsa on that here. Uh, and that's it, guys, as far as for, you know, for the standings uh, 